who live for peace and not violence, and told us to be the change we wish to see in the world. Calling, I feel the fire that's deep inside us Everybody wants change, but tell me who will guide us To the leaders that pass away, put up your lighters It's a beautiful struggle, but it cannot divide us We're the ones that we've always been waiting for See yourself Ladies and gentlemen, freaks and geeks, brothers and sisters around the world I've decided to speak in my deep, powerful voice today To emulate a guy that seems like he is out of a Marvel comic movie His name is Dr. Noon Amen Ra He is quite frankly the most extraordinary human being that I have seen in quite some time and I know a lot of people talk about how he's all fake his muscles aren't natty uh, or they talk about how this idea of him being able to maintain a physique on a one meal a day diet is ridiculous look I don't know if that is true I don't really care but the fact of the matter is this guy is extraordinary and uh, yeah, I thought I thought I'd uh, thought I'd make a video on the great Doctor Noon Amen Ra. Check this guy out! Check this guy out! This is in a national championship. This guy just picks up these weights like they're nothing. Boom! That was not very challenging. Ridiculous. There he comes again. Hopefully this show will be an ample challenge for me. Hmm, rather uneventful. Uh, and here he is going for the world fucking record over here. Well, this is the world record. I shall try to uh, <clears throat> exert myself. Uh, I've only had to exert myself only a small amount of time. This is really a challenge, actually. <laughs> this guy is incredible. And wait for it, wait for it. He's fucking vegan. The, the guy doesn't eat meat. How? But, but what? That, that's not possible. How is it that you can maintain this level of physique? How is it that someone can break the fucking world record and they're on a vegan diet? I thought you need meat to be healthy. What? Well, well, I've been listening to the Joe Rogan experience and Joe's been telling me that you need to eat meat, that you just... There, there are only a very small, very, very small amount of people that can... Uh, that are competing on any high level and they can't maintain their levels because ultimately you need meat. Your muscles will... Well, just atrophy or some shit like that. Well, uh, what what the fuck is this? Dr. Noon Amin-Ra breaking the world fucking record in deadlifting. And according to him, some, some guy asked Dr. Uh, Noon Amin-Ra if he's vegan. And his, his response is, is fucking classic. It's so marvel-esque. I appreciate your question. The physiological measures upon which I encourage Amen practitioners or other longevitarians? Longevitarians, I like that. You know what? Fuck this shit. I'm calling myself a longevitarian. Not a vegan, not a vegetarian. I'm a longevitarian, yo, like Dr. Noon Amen Ra. Anyway, he goes on further to say, uh, longevitarians, to focus 
are those that have been shown to influence maximum mammalian lifespan or aging rates most markedly. These include fasting glucose concentration, body temperature, adiposity, i.e. fat content, and blood pressure. Fortunately, these variables are easily ascertainable by non-specialists and therefore empower adequately informed and motivated individuals to assess the degree to which their bodies adapt to impose alterations. Oh my god. I love when people speak like that. They're not only aesthetically brilliant as fuck, but they express the level of consciousness that matches their physicality. People like Beast from X-Men, people like Elliot Huss, they're brilliant not only here, but here, hmm, and here, in your penis. You must be strong in all areas, not just in your mind, but your body is a brain as well. My brains are in my body. <laughs> Uh, let me just let me just finish this response over here. Um, Lastly, the only inclusive technological advancement test that in which might be interested would be the relative length of my telomeres. That is the termini of chromosomes that shorten with successive cell division and age. For such analysis, leukocytes are often employed in animal studies. Perhaps human medicine will turn to telomere testing, and more individual becomes become increasingly interested in empirical indications of their rate of aging. Alright, so essentially, uh, he's going on about his longevitarian uh, philosophical approach to things, but he's responded to the question whether he's a vegan by saying that ultimately he doesn't define himself as a vegan, understandably because he doesn't want to be defined as some fucking uh, hipster and doesn't buy into a lot of the philosophical arguments, which are understandable. That's pr pretty much the same outlook I have. I don't refer to myself as a vegan because I don't want to be put into this category, but he's essentially on a plant-based diet. The guy doesn't eat any meat. He lives off of the foods of the earth. And w what's this? I, I thought I thought according to Joe Rogan, thought it, I've listened to the Joe Rogan experience, and Joe's telling me that you need meat to be strong, that only a very, very small amount of people uh, are in the UFC that are on a plant-based diet and they haven't been able to achieve any great level of success. I thought you can't be physically strong. Why is it that Dr. Noon Amin Ra is able to, to break the world record? Uh, because you fucking don't eat, need to eat meat to be healthy or to be strong. It's blatantly obvious. It's the most ridiculous, stupid truth that I cannot believe has been perpetuated in the 21st century. I mean, people still tell me this stuff. I got into a conversation just the other day with one of my friends telling me that you need me to be strong, that you don't have bodybuilders that are able to uh, achieve any high level without consuming meat, and that vegans can't maintain their strength for any long period of time, which is ridiculous. I mean, I've been on a vegan diet, essentially, uh, even though I don't really call it that. <laughs> all my life since I was like six years old and well let's see I compete in the nationals in triple jump as a penultimate state long jump champion I won the pentathlon almost every year in high school high school I was the district pentathlon champion um, I can bench over over 130 kilograms to this fucking day I can do more push-ups and pull-ups than basically everyone I fucking know and I, I, I always dominate every time I arm wrestle people I haven't lost an arm wrestle in ever left-handed and well, is, it, is, it, is it possible that plants are actually... I mean, why is that? I mean, I, I could go with the black thing, but I would also go with the fact that I'm not eating shitty, stupid foods like everyone else is. 
But the annoying thing, the frustrating thing is people still tell me that I need to eat meat in order to be strong and healthy. Even though aesthetically, I am in better shape than they are. And it's also worth mentioning that people that are on these diets are the only people that are their right BMI index. And then, of course, you hear these idiots talking about how, you know, people may be able to obtain um, a level of adequate strength for a short period of time, but it, you can't maintain any, any longevity that you need to be eating meat um, at some point because your, your muscles are just going to atrophy. Well, this guy, this, well, I have been on a vegan diet all my life, and you have a look at so many people around the world, over 700 million people around the world that are on vegetarian or vegan diets, and they're not, they're not struggling. They're living healthy lives. In fact, they're living a lot longer than meat eaters, and this stuff is so ostensibly the case. You have a look at the longest living people in the world, the Seventh Day Adventists in California, the the Okinawans, and granted, they have a bit of meat, they have a small amount of meat, essentially, they're on a plant-based diet, and they're the longest living people in the world. But, of course, you still hear these idiots, these uh, Joe Roganites, these fucking uh, paleo freaks talking about how you can't be healthy unless, of course, you're eating the dead remnants of corpses. It's, it's fucking ridiculous, man. It's fucking ridiculous. Oh, and look, you look at this thing, right? Very simplistically. I mean, people always go about the scientific nutritional arguments. And look, we can argue about this till Christmas. But it's, it's, it's so very simplistic. It's so very simplistic. Throw out all of the, the current science, which is, is basically telling you that every nutrient known to mankind can be derived from plant-based foods, foods of the earth. I, I, don't, even, I don't even want to go through all of this shit. Just... Look up Google for crying out loud. It's the 21st century. But if you look at this practically, logically, where does all the energy in the world come from? Well, most of the energy, anyway, you know, besides electromagnetism. Uh, essentially, most energy comes from the sun, right? The sun is the greatest source of energy that we have at our disposal. Now, what is the closest to the sun? Animals, as far as taking animals as a form of nutritional energy. I mean, how close are they to the sun? Well, let's see. Animals have to eat plants, right? Plants. They're, they're closer to the sun, right? Plants. Through photosynthesis, plants convert the energy of the sun into chemical energy. Therefore, the closest thing that we can consume to get to the sun is to consume plants. And essentially, what you're doing when you're eating animals is you're going through these animals to get to the good stuff, to get to the plant, to, to get to the sun. Why not cut out the middleman and go straight to the source? And you know what? If we could consume energy from the sun, I would consume energy from the sun. If it, if it became scientific fact that plants were living beings that had sentience, and it felt a tremendous amount of pain. We became fully cognizant of this fact. And we discovered the ability to consume energy directly from the sun. We had somehow synthesized the technology, some kind of new alien technology, I don't know, that was found in Mars once we colonized Mars, that allows us to 
change our physiology so that we can harness the energy of the sun um, without having to consume foods. Well, then you could make the argument that sun eaters are more ethical. But the fact of the matter is that's not the case. The fact of the matter is that you don't need to eat fucking animals to be healthy. So it just frustrates the shit out of me that we're in the 21st century and people still want to cling on to this information. And where is, look, I realize that it's not clear-cut, even though it is, ostensibly from this um, very definitive scientific level, even though the preponderance of scientific information from the most prestigious universities, so Harvard, Cornell, are explaining to these fucking crazy paleo fuckers that you do not need to eat meat in order to be healthy. You can derive all the nutrients that you need from a plant-based diet that... Ha Consuming meat is actually dangerous considering that, uh, well, processed meats uh, are considered a class 1 carcinogen and meat in of itself is considered a class 2 carcinogen because essentially when you cook meat, uh, heterocyclic amines form and that is increasing your chances of, of getting cancer. In fact, uh, I came across an article recently that showed that, oh, what do you know, a few thousand years ago, cancer was essentially non-existent. Let me see if I can bring this article up for all you fuckers out there. And I mean that in the nicest possible way. But I'm simply trying to prove to you definitively that there are many downsides to consuming the dead remnants of animals. And one of them is this fucking horrible disease that afflicts so many of the people in this world called cancer. Uh, 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 let me bring this shit up over here. But basically, this article goes on to explain how Cancer is essentially a man-made disease. And look, I know what you say. Look, of course it's not. I mean, there are many things that can cause cancer. But you find if you have a look at all of the uh, class 1 and class 2 carcinogens, they're man-made. There are only a very few that are found within nature. Let me, let me bring up this article over here. Do, 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 do. Here we go. Uh, confirmed cancer is entirely a man-made disease. It's caused mostly by dietary intake and pollution in their environment at the University of Manchester's K&H Center of Biomedical uh, Egyptology in England. Uh, after looking at remains and literature from ancient Greece and Egypt, up so basically after these guys tested the remnants of uh, of of mummies of of uh, people from Greece. They found that only a very, very small, negligible amount of them had traces of cancer. And there are many factors to this. I mean, for starters, the ancient Egyptians were predominantly vegetarians. They had a much healthier diet. And we know any uh, uh, any scientist um, studying, I think it's the field of uh, uh, epidemiology. Uh, I'm Forgive me if I'm, I'm incorrect with the actual study, but they will explain to you how essentially vegetarians have a, a, a lower rate of cancer. And it's pretty obvious. Pretty obvious why? Because meat's fucking carcinogenic. Whenever you cook that shit, you're poisoning yourself. But if you have a look at the ancient Egyptians, obviously they didn't have that stuff in their diet. Uh, they were predominantly vegetarians, and they have a much lower incident of cancer. And look, there are many other factors. I mean, you have a look at the entire environment a thousand years ago. Of course, we didn't have all these pollutants. We didn't have uh, all of this radiation just permeating the entire atmosphere. We didn't have power lines. We didn't have fluoridated water, etc., etc. Pretty much everything uh, is considered 
uh, a class two or class one carcinogen in the modern world. But I digress, motherfuckers. Man, why am I swearing so much? Why am I swearing so much? I'm gonna try to keep this legit. Essentially, what I'm trying to explain to you is it's so blatantly obvious that you do not need to consume these products, these animals in order to be healthy. And considering that it's so dangerous to do so, the idea of making the argument in the 21st century that you need to eat this stuff is ridiculous. And of course, of course you're gonna find arguments to the contrary. I mean, there is no issue on this planet where it is absolutely overwhelming, even on a scientific level. I mean, you're still going to have some scientists telling you about how global warming, at least the way in which um, um, you know, the, the left portray it, it's, it's non-existent. I mean, as definitive as you may see the evidence as being, there are always people that have information to the contrary. But I think it is very fair to say unless of course you're lying to yourself you motherfucker that you don't need to eat animals these poor defenseless animals to be healthy and there are so many fucking people out there vegetarians and vegans that are much healthier not just not just in longevity for people that want to say oh they don't care about living a long life they want to, they want their big muscles good morning i want to be like Arnold Schwarzenegger i want to have big muscles well you can. You eat right. And for these idiots that tell you stupid things like you need to eat so much plants just to, to do, just to maintain your body mass. Well, no, you don't. No, you don't. Have a look at fucking gorillas, man. And look, granted, they spend a lot of time eating. Um, there are plenty of other animals. Hippopotamuses. So many amazing animals that live off a plant based diet. They're completely herbivorous. Now, you're telling me that this is something that happens within almost 70% of land animals on this planet, and suddenly we move to humans. Humans are so fucking different that they can't survive on eating plant-based foods at all. I mean, here's the thing. You have a look at omnivorous animals like pigs, right? All right? Now, pigs fundamentally, they eat plants. Yes, they have the capacity to eat flesh and a whole bunch of other shit, but generally speaking, the, the pigs that you eat they're fed grain, they're fed plant-based foods, and they're completely fine. And the reason we actually do so is because it's much healthier. You find that having the consuming carnivorous animals is really not a smart thing to be doing, considering that, I mean, you have a look at most of the carnivorous animals, and the, the reason that they eat uh, herbivorous animals is because those herbivorous animals are closer to the... Uh, the plant kingdom when it comes to what they eat because essentially they're trying to get to the nutrients they're just lazy and you often find lions when they kill herbivorous animals like deers they will they will bite into their their stomach to get the nutrients the uh, the plant-based foods that are often within their stomachs they'll bite into the uh, the stomachs of these of these deer of these herbivorous animals first because that's how they get all that good nutrients essentially you're trying to get the good shit, the plant-based foods. But these dumb animals are too fucking lazy. And over over countless over countless generations, their body has changed the point where it's better suited towards eating meat. But to say that human beings need to consume meat to be healthy is quite frankly bullshit. 
And look, whereas I'm willing to, uh, to accept that everyone has different physiology, it's not so different that you are in a different species and you are more akin to a lion, a carnivorous animal, than you are a fucking herbivorous animal. That you need, to, you can only survive on eating animals. There is not a single person on this planet that cannot function as a human being on a plant-based diet. There are over, there are over fucking four hundred thousand plant-based foods on this planet, seventy thousand of which we've identified as being uh, edible. It's completely asinine, and you know I'm right. Your only argument is that, well, you know, it's not quite right for me, and like I just, I've tried it, and it's not. Of course, there are always these loopholes, but. They all pale in comparison to the fundamental argument that morally it's fucked up. And for the people that want to make the argument that, look, they don't see anything wrong with eating animals, deep down, I know you're bullshitting yourself. I know that deep down, it it kind of sucks. I mean, you have a look at even animals eating other animals, and they, a lot of the times, have an issue with it. There's this beautiful video over here I came across of... A cheater, I believe, showing compassion. Check this out. Check this out, people. Do 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 do. All right, here we go. The dead baboon's fur, a day-old newborn. It took a moment for Lachadina to notice. She's always been curious. Oh, smack! You just scared my mummy. But instead of a swift bite to the neck, Lachadima stopped, then lay down with the baboon. Ah, oh, this is so fucked up. She didn't know how to react. Oh, God. Hyenas would normally send her scurrying for the trees, but this time, she gently lifted the baby to safety first. Only then did she return to confront the hyena. It was an aggressive defense, protecting the baby, not defending her kill. Oh, fuck. eyes never left the baby for hours, and strangely, this newborn started following her everywhere, reaching out to her, most likely imprinting on his new surrogate mother. Oh my god, that is so fucked up and so beautiful. Ah, like a demon's just murdered this monkey, monkey's mother, and taken compassion on the monkey now, and is taking care of her. It just shows that even animals have the capacity to, uh, to empathize, to show compassion. So much for human beings so amazing, you know, human beings are like so compassionate, and like we have this amazing ability to connect with everyone, but animals are just like, they just, they don't have any like compassion, they're just like lifeless and empty. No, we're all animals. Obviously we all have deferring levels of awareness and consciousness and empathy, but, uh, Undeniably, everything has the capacity to express compassion, and that's what pretty much ties us to uh, all living beings, our capacity to uh, show compassion. 
So this monkey is confided in a Latino. And Lachedima seemed to be caught up in her own internal conflict. A young leopard at a confusing crossroads of life, torn between being a predator and an inquisitive cub. Lacadema's taking an interest in this monkey's welfare now. It's the weirdest shit, isn't it? It just goes to show you that regardless of how fucked up you think something might be, whether it is within their inherent nature or their environment, that everyone, even these crazy serial killers, have the capacity to show compassion. And it's the weirdest thing sometimes. Like, that's why, you know, it fucks me up. I mean, it's, it's not a good idea to judge people. I mean... You, you have to realize that, look, if we went back a thousand years and we had a look at the, the, the normal standards of people, um, for not even a thousand years, a few hundred years ago, how it was the norm to have people as slaves and to look at, well, black people. That's, <laughs> I think that's a very uh, appropriate theme. But, but yeah, I mean, these people that had this mentality towards black people were no... We're not, we're definitely not evil people as such, but they'd been programmed by their society to, to turn a blind eye, even though within their heart, within their gut, they knew what they were doing was fucked up. And where is, look, I know a lot of, uh, a lot of people are going to feel that it's very different when it comes to our attitude towards animals, you know, it's, it's completely different, we're wired to, to eat these things. Look, it's just the, it's, it, life eats life. And of course, they have to justify what they're doing with these retarded arguments that essentially everything is life. And there's no distinction between, um, <sighs> between a, a freaking leaf and a beautiful animal that has the divine force working through it, that animating force, whatever you want to call it. And I think deep down intuitively, they know that's bullshit. So to me, it always hinges on this, um, this, this reality about how all these beings, all these sentient beings that we're sharing this planet with, they have the capacity to feel emotion, to feel compassion, to feel pain, to feel grief, to feel a complex array of emotions. And as a, as a human being, it creates this discord within my gut if I have to be tied to the pain that they're experiencing. And look, I don't think I need to go on. I don't think I need to go on in regards to this. But uh, look, this is me just ranting. This is me just ranting about just the fucked up nature that we're in where people still think it is appropriate to treat beautiful creatures like this when it is so blatantly obvious that you do not need to. Where pretty much all of the reputable universities, Harvard, Cornell, would maintain that it is not necessary. There is no requirement for you to eat these things in order to live a full, healthy life. 
And I suppose the only thing you can argue now is whether or not it is convenient to do so and whether or not you can reach the highest level of physical excellence. But when you look at this realistically, the fact that there are some people that are clearly on a plant-based diet and are fucking kicking your ass, and from my own empirical experience, I generally find that most people that I come across are considerably not as fit as I am when it comes to pretty much everything. And they still have the balls to tell me that it's better to eat dead corpses. It's so fucking stupid. How fucking dare you? How fucking dare you make such a stupid argument when you yourself are, are riddled with so many fucking diseases? When you can't name a single fucking disease that is, is contingent on eating a plant-based diet. Whereas I could name a bundle off the top of my head. Trichinosis, diverticulitis, cancer. It's also correlated with atherosclerosis. And pretty much every major disease that we've seen over the last few hundred years. From tuberculosis to, to measles and the list goes on and on. It's all been contracted from animal agriculture. Uh, but you know what the encouraging thing is? The encouraging thing is that this is not going to matter. In about another hundred years, it won't matter. Not because people are going to necessarily stop eating animals. I don't believe that. I believe that our technology is far surpassing our morality. And without a doubt, we, already, we are already seeing um, meat substitutes. Actual meat. Super meat, as they call it. And... I mean, because people are not going to be able to, because people won't require killing these animals to consume meat, it's going to be a non-issue. We'll be able to clone these animals or clone stem cells and clone the cells rather and reproduce meat as the uh, process goes with in vitro meat. And look, I'm going to be happy for it. Not just happy because people aren't killing these beautiful creatures, but happy because you dumb fucks <laughs> that want to kill yourselves by eating this shit are going to continue to. And I know that sounds really, really mean and harsh and kind of fucked up, but if someone has the mindset that there's fucking nothing wrong in fucking doing that shit, even if they're not harming anyone in the process, simply someone gravitating to that ideology, that mindset that, look, it doesn't matter taking the life of something that is less conscious than I am. It doesn't matter. If someone simply thinks like that, I would be completely happy with allowing them to suffer the consequences of that action. And if it so happens that super meat still has some of the negative consequences of actual meat, such as increasing cholesterol to the point where your arteries get clogged up, such as causing cancer and so forth and so forth and all these other diseases, then I would be happy for people to experience that. Because whereas I'm not, I don't like people going through pain. I do believe that there are certain consequences that are, that are be had. If I act like, an, like a dick, which I often do, like I'm acting like a dick now to some extent, I've said some really douchey things, I deserve to be paid in full for my behavior. And that'll, that'll manifest in really douchey comments. Just like if I was doing something really douchey like beating someone up or taking the life of something I didn't need to, I deserve to suffer the consequences of that. And if that is a disease, then it's a good thing. I mean, disease can be a good thing. It is basically your body telling you that it is not at ease with what you were doing. 
And in order for you to change, in order for you to become at ease, to become better, you need to adjust your trajectory into something that is in line with nature, Nater, the principle. Oh. And one of the thing, one other thing I want to talk about that I find really fascinating is just the justification of non-human animals being completely different to human animals. Therefore, it's okay to do what the fuck we want to do with them. One of the most powerful arguments I've ever heard uh, is the argument that if you were to imagine a race of beings far more advanced, far more powerful than we are, that came to our planet and completely took over our planet because their technology, of course, would be superior. Obviously, being able to travel so many light years, um, chances are uh, a society, an alien race that had that kind of technology would also be far more advanced with their weapon system as well. They were able to uh, travel faster than the light. And, of course, they would enslave the planet. And because they are so much more advanced than we are, it would be appropriate for them to treat us the same way that we treat animals, to enslave us, to rape us, to eat us, and to do all of the horrible things that we do, we often do, to these beautiful creatures, and maintain that these human beings, they're not real animals. I mean, that you have aliens, and then of course you have animals, or humans, rather. And ultimately, even though human beings have a level of consciousness, I mean, it, it seems as if they think, and they have some, some weird capacity for compassion, which clearly evident, I mean, sometimes these human beings are quite charitable. Essentially, they're just not as advanced as we are, and we kind of need to eat them because, hell, we can't reach our full alien potential unless, of course, we are doing so. It is such a beautiful argument because it requires us to empathize and so many people have difficulty in putting themselves in this situation where they have enslavers that are taking advantage of them it's hard for human beings a lot of the times to see themselves as being these horrible uh, enslavers that we often see in movies you often see in these uh, these these movies with villains and whatnot that's why it's always good to take a step back and use your imagination to envision what it would be like if you were seeing your, your kids, your, your family, slaughtered day in, day out. And you would be asking for mercy from your alien enslavers and they were telling you, Oh, look, I, I feel sorry for you, but, but I just have to eat you. That's me doing my alien impersonation. Because you taste good. And you do not really have feelings. <laughs> uh, and it's so beautiful when you see people try to address this argument. They either say one, oh, look, it's, it, well, I've heard someone say that, look, the, the level, I mean, uh, it's different because human beings are so much more advanced than animals. They're so much more intelligent. Well, not really. A pig has the level of intelligence of um, uh, most, uh, most little kids. You know, they're not, and you have a look at disabled uh, human beings that have uh, a lower IQ than some animals. Now, of course, they're stupid. Are you going to make the argument now that because they're humans, even though they lack no um, characteristics that are superior to 
certain animals in their moronic state, and that's an actual word, moron, someone that has an IQ less than 70, talking about these disabled people, uh, are they somehow uh, still better as disabled people than animals, even though they don't have the intellectual capacity, they don't have the awareness? You see, I believe in philosophy, I believe in reason and logic, I believe in consistency of arguments, and when you look at this thing consistently, it is unbelievable um, just how fucking stupid, not, not how stupid people are, but how stupid people are willing to be, because when you were forced to defend stupid positions, you were forced to make stupid arguments, and that's what we're doing. People, the problem with, with a lot of these activists is you're backing people into a position where they have to make stupid arguments. And, of course, any intelligent person would retract from that stupid argument and say, Look, I know you're right, but I just, I just don't care right now, and fuck it, man. But unfortunately, most people don't have the integrity to, to do that, and therefore they make stupid arguments. That's one of the reasons why um, I get really frustrated when I listen to... Uh, uh, a lot of people speak about this particular issue. When I when I watch the Joe Rogan Experience, for instance, and I see a, a somewhat of a very aware character, very intelligent, very compassionate in many regards, making some of the most stupid arguments and being incredibly disingenuous, when deep down he's fully aware, where when all the evidence is suggesting is, unless of course there's some kind of weird cognitive dissonance going on. I don't claim to fully understand what is in the mind of everyone, but I suspect with all the humility that I can muster that there is a level of disingenuousness, if that's a word, that is taking place when people deal with this particular issue. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, I think I've ranted long enough, and uh, I'm going to leave this video with uh, one of my favorite arguments from uh, Kevin O'Keefe in regards to uh, the fucked up society that we're in and our treatment of animals. Okay, let's check this thing out over here. Uh, 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 uh. Okay. This is a argument Ken O'Keefe made during a conference um, a few years back. Let's see if I can bring this thing up over here. Here we go. This is the round I was looking for. Sorry about the long pause there. This is how my uh, podcast rolled. growth was to become a vegetarian. And whenever I hear people say, oh, I could never give up meat, nah, bullshit. I loved it as much as anybody. In fact, it was not a meal unless it had meat in it. What, what's that? And 
I made friends with a guy who was a vegetarian. He was a great guy. I liked, really, really loved him. And um, I talked to him about it. I asked him questions, and his answers made sense. And I, I was confronted with the reality. Keep it in mind that now my mind is open to this, whereas before, no way would I have listened to any of the vegetarian babble. You know, but my mind was open, and I realized either you accept your own hypocrisy, i.e. you say you like animals and whatnot, and you fucking eat them, i.e. you torture them, you pay for their torture and their killing, and yet you say you like them. What a bunch of bollocks. It's not bollocks. Say that. Just accept the fact that, well, yeah, animals are cool, but I like to eat them. I like animals. I don't give a fuck if they're tortured. It's a circle of life. I didn't like that. It didn't sit well with me. You know, I, I want to be consistent with what I say is my values. I wouldn't want somebody torturing and killing me. Why the fuck am I doing it to someone else? And why is it that we arbitrarily consider human beings to be so fucking worthy while as the rest of fucking creation, the rest of life, which is just as sentient as us, the bond between a fucking cow and its fucking baby is just as strong as the bond between a mother of human form to her baby. And how arrogant for you to think otherwise. You rip a calf away from its mother, trust me. This is torture. I didn't want to deal with that hypocrisy. I don't respect the man that does that, so I took what was something that I loved. I loved meat. I enjoyed it as much as anybody. Something that I truly enjoyed and loved, I gave it up. I gave it up and never looked back 25 years later, no fucking way. Never going back unless I need to to survive. In which case, I'll fucking eat meat in a heartbeat, no problem. But until such time, I will not do that. That decision had such a profound impact on my life, I cannot tell you. The implications of making a decision which runs completely contrary to your own self-interest, something that you enjoy so seriously, and you give that up because you acknowledge the fact that it is inconsistent with a moral, ethical existence. Exactly. And I don't care what anybody says, I'll be happy to debate anybody on the subject, I will shame you if you want to use any of the normal arguments to defend this insanity. This is the one area where I'm actually pessimistic, and I'm hoping that we grow a little bit more. While we're starting to become aware of human suffering and the punishment and the meted out nastiness that we are indulging in through our tax monies and whatnot, we are still remaining largely oblivious to the Holocaust times a thousand that is happening every single day without hardly a whisper. Billions, literally billions of creatures, if we count fish, chickens, cows, pigs, goats, and everything else, billions a day are being exterminated, life taken away, most of them tortured in one form or another. And how much are we talking about that? Exactly. This is what I'm talking about. This theme that runs through the world where our actions as a society are so detrimental towards things that are below us. We have a look at our treatment of things that have feelings, that have consciousness, that have the capacity for compassion. And whereas our treatment is so disgusting, we still want love and affection. We still want mercy from our enslavers. And whereas we may not have them, you may be at this stage where you don't really see human beings as having enslavers, I would invite you to imagine if we did. Imagine if we were 
under threat from some alien civilization. How could you, in fairness, feel as if you would have the right to ask them for forgiveness, to ask them for mercy, when your actions are so fucking disgusting? A friend of mine told me a story. Uh, I met this guy, actually, uh, just a while back at a, at a dinner party. Very wealthy man. And uh, he had a friend that he'd known for a long time, and... Um, he somehow didn't have anywhere to stay and decided to stay with uh, with him for some time. And uh, he noticed at some point that this guy's attitude towards people was pretty shithouse. Like he would never lend anyone any money. And he had a girlfriend um, that he would completely use. Anytime they went out, she'd always pay for everything. And his attitude towards her was well, I don't care. And there was some moment, some incident where she really needed something and his attitude was, look, I'm sorry, I can't help you. And this person just realized in that moment that this guy that was staying in his house had never, had never paid for anything ever, had never bought him anything. In his 20 years of knowing this guy, had never lifted a finger to help anyone. And he thought to himself, why the fuck am I going to let this person stay in my house? when he doesn't do a fucking single thing to help anyone and he kicked that person out of the house and it's something that is understandable I mean compassion is a power as a human being you don't want to help people when you feel as if one they're not appreciative of that help and they're the kind of people that don't help other people and it's funny because even animals recognize this. I know this is a little tangential, but it just occurred to me, I watched the video just a short while ago, that demonstrated this phenomenon where animals are less likely to trust someone when that person is caring and that person is wanting to help other people. Uh, there's this uh, experiment that was done a while back. Let me see if I can open this. Uh, where dogs judge humans by how well they treat other people. Okay. Showing you the reasoning of these dubs, they make a decision depending on how compassionate they presume someone is. Our sense of morality may have its origins in these uh, sorts of primitive behavior. It's really interesting. You can see how the the animals they make a decision on who they're going to trust, who they're going to have. Um, some kind of um, cooperation with based off of how helpful that person has been in the past. But look, back to this, uh, this beautiful argument by Ken O'Keefe over here. How much are we debating that? We don't even talk about it. Are we really serious? And I'll tell you what, if the principle that we apply towards others were applied towards us, let us imagine some species from another part of the galaxy or the universe that is more technologically advanced than us 
and by their own measurement thinks we are far more important than them obviously because if they were more important than us they would be able to do to us what we can do to them clearly might makes right if we can take over their planet if we can enslave them if we can rear them for food and if they taste good and we like to eat them what the fuck is the problem with doing that clearly exactly. god said that we are capable and worthy of that otherwise we wouldn't have the ability to do it if you do not see the preposterous argument behind this this idea that might is right that we can do what the fuck we want then you're a fool because if you accept that argument, you need to accept the fact that it is okay for other people, other things more powerful than you, to treat you the same way that you're tre treating other people. And this is, this is, this is why I truly believe that it, it, it does come down to intelligence. Intelligent people, when they're faced with this argument, they give intelligent answers. They say the, the, the smartest thing that you could possibly say, I don't give a shit. That, just, that means you're a dickhead, but at least you do not get into the, uh, the inconsistent stupid nature that you're going to get into when you start trying to make hypocritical arguments as to why it's okay for you to treat species below you one way and it's not okay for other species to that are let's say more advanced to treat you the same way that you treat these animals anyway i think you guys get the point ladies and gentlemen i'm going to leave it there uh i don't often <laughs> I don't often do these podcasts where I directly speak about this issue, but yeah, I just uh, I just felt inclined to do that today. So um, let us know what you think. Give us a thumbs up if you like this video, thumbs down if you hate it. And uh, until next time, peace out, keep it real. Boom shakalaka. Ow! Yes, I.